there's not going to be any financial vehicle, stock, mutual fund, life insurance, uh, annuity, anything that you're going to be able to put your money in that's going to be able to create a better return than you can do with the own with your own results in your own life and to kind of compound that that effect you know you're not going to be able to make more impact you're not going to be able to be more fulfilled you know if you really want to truly live a life of fulfillment and success you know that's going to look different for everybody but you need to take a step backwards and and kind of look at it from a, a higher view or a higher perspective and say like I'm a big fan of of you know the old Stephen Covey seven habits like you got to reverse engineer the process and you know it's like what do you want your life to look like and and you need to you need to think about okay you first need to know where you want to go and then you can create it to get there and I and I think for most people in this world if you really think about where do you want to go in life and and you look at what you're currently doing they're incongruent. This is the Better Wealth Podcast with Caleb Williams. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Better Wealth Podcast. In today's episode, we are sitting down for the second time, Chris Kirkpatrick. And uh, if you haven't heard Chris's first interview, uh, go back to episode 14. I know that's a while back. 14 and uh, hear his full story. It is crazy. It's wild. And uh, it was one of the most uh, listened to uh, and one of the most commented ones. I mean, we got so much great feedback from just people hearing his story. And and so I was with him in Arizona because his family's a good friend of mine. Um, also, as 2020 is, is, is around and, and we're like trying act like very aggressively to get the word out of the and asset and grow our company. One of the things that I was trying to do is, okay, who do I know who has influence, who aligns with values, like who can help us share the message? And Chris was on the top of my list. Like you guys heard Tax Spot, and and like I'm so grateful to have them um, be an advocate and partners for our our company. And uh, the same thing is happening with Chris. Like we're using his YouTube channel, which he has some YouTube videos that have a hundred thousand views on like life insurance and just videos regarding money. And that's like unheard of, by the way, on YouTube. It's just very hard to get views like that. So he has a lot of influence there. He has a company called Life 180, which I won't steal his thunder, but it's all about getting you to rethink your life and just change your change your actions, which is really powerful. And he's a huge fan of the and asset and, and loves what we're what we're doing. And so not only is he endorsing us, but he's actually partnering with us and trying to help get the word out. And I'm really grateful for that. And so what I wanted to do is when we were down in Arizona, sit down and and break down what that actually means a little bit more about his company. And just for all of you guys that are just tracking and following our growth as a company, just know that um, people like Chris, people like TaxBot, like those are the kinds of organizations and people that I want to meet, that I want to like get to know because if values are aligned, though it's so strategic for us to align ourselves and share it with more people. So without further ado, here's Chris Kirkpatrick. My friend, welcome back to the Better Wealth Podcast. Uh, it's good to be here. Good to have you here. So we are sitting in your studio, in home studio of Life 180. And I'm, I'm excited because we are really going to take this thing to the next level in 2020. I mean, we're going we're gonna to do well at the end, but 
of this year, but 2020 is going to be the year where Life 180 and Better Well Solutions partner and take this thing to the next level. And I'm, I'm pumped, man, because I've been such a huge fan of your content, the way that you think. And, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Well, we are all in, you know, it's, uh, and, and we're, we're going to get into this, I'm sure, but I, I, everything you just said a thousand times over back at you. And, um, it's not a coincidence that we've become close over the last couple of years. And, uh, I think God has put us in each other's lives at the right time. You know, it, it, it just the transition of everything. So, you know, I, I've been extremely impressed with, um, you know, how you've built the systems up for better well solutions and what you've, what you've been building for the long-term growth and your ability to have that long-term vision and execute. And honestly, the, the more that we've done together, the more impressed I've been and, you know, the people that have come through Life 180 so far and the people that I've had relationships with and sent to you and that you've served and helped and, and, and helped them accomplish, um, you know, what, what, quite frankly, everybody needs to set forth in their life. And, you know, if, if you really want to accomplish something massive. And um, so, yeah, I, I, I think our ability to to scale this and, and be able to reach more people and, and impact more lives is, is pretty amazing. So, we had Chris on our podcast in 2019. So go back and listen to the full story. It's pretty crazy. It was a fun. It was a fun interview. I've, I had so many people reach out to me and were like, "This guy's crazy!" Like professional poker player. You were try to not be you, too crazy. But going for the bit. Olympics. Uh, you actually started Life 180, and that's where I want to start. Is you um, were got introduced to the life insurance business. It was going to be a stepping stone to get you into the investments, and you just like me saw something amazing. What about life insurance? What about the industry that turned you on to the point? I just want to give some context, the point that you actually started Life 180. And we're going to go into what that is now. But at the time, that was your platform to share with people the power of life insurance. When I, when I first got into the life insurance business, um, it was by accident. I didn't want to be a life insurance agent. Uh, I, I didn't know what I didn't know. I really honestly couldn't care less about selling life insurance. And to me, I wanted to be a financial advisor, um, a stockbroker, if you will. Like I, That was just kind of where I was at that stage of my life. My father-in-law had been in the industry for 35 years, and it was an opportunity for me to kind of have a, a cush job, succession plan, good income, you know, so on and so forth. And because of the recession, because of all that, his manager said, I can't hire you. You know, you have no experience in this industry. You're really smart. I get it. You're networked. You're connected. I think you'd be great. But my hands are tied. There's nothing I can do. You have to go out and get a job at an insurance company. And so I did. And it was uh, the best thing that ever happened to me. And just going through that first year experience, you know, I got the rookie of the year award uh, with the company I was with and learning what I learned, even though when I first started the job, my the objective was to get through the year so I could join my father-in-law. Right. By the time I'll say eight months were over, I was like, Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Like, and, and of course, like as a fairly newly married, you know, person to his daughter, right? Like, and, and me, him knowing I joined this industry with the purpose of joining him to, to make that pivot and have that conversation with him. Like, right. we're, you know, we're not seeing things eye to eye anymore as far as how the financial world kind of operates. Um, and, you know, I love my father. He's great. And, 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 you know, he's super supportive and he gets it. But, you know, it's, I've, I've also found that people in that space, they don't, 
they don't want to change, you know. There, there's too many reasons to not change, especially when you've been doing it for a long time. But what about life insurance turned you on? Because most people see life insurance as an expense. And that's probably what you saw when you first got in. It's like, okay. I'm, yeah. But but something changed quickly. We both learned from Don Blanton. So, he's in, influenced a lot of the way that we think. What's been like, what, why was, what was the aha moment for you? The aha moment for me was that we are our own best assets that we, there's not going to be any financial vehicle, stock, mutual fund, life insurance, uh, annuity, anything that you're going to be able to put your money in that's going to be able to create a better return than you can do with the own with your own results in your own life. And to kind of compound that, that effect, you know, you're not going to be able to make more impact. You're not going to be able to be more fulfilled. You know, if you really want to truly live a life of fulfillment and success, you know, that's going to look different for everybody, but you need to take a step backwards and, and kind of look at it from a, a higher view or a higher perspective and say, like, I'm a big fan of, of, you know, the old Stephen Covey seven habits. Like you got to reverse engineer the process. And, you know, it's like, what do you want your life to look like? And, and you need to, you need to, think about, okay, you first need to know where you want to go and then you can create it to get there. And I, and I think for most people in this world, if you really think about where do you want to go in life and, and you look at what you're currently doing, they're incongruent, right? Like you're, most people are just going through and, and that's what I was doing. And, 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 and I was, I'm a pretty intentional person, right? And, but I was, I only knew what I knew and, and my, my family, my background and everything that I knew with the people in my life, the influences in my life and my mentors, they were all in that financial world. They weren't entrepreneurs. They weren't business owners. They weren't all these things. So, like, there are elements of that that are okay. They're not going to hurt you in some elements, but it's not 100% efficient. And if you have something that you want to do that's massively impactful in this world, and if you have the belief that I have where our job on this earth is to leave it better than when we found it and, and to leave it better for our kids and and to, to help it go forward, then, you know, it, it's the other model, the old model just doesn't work, you know? And, and so, that to me was the realization, the aha moment. And as soon as I realized it's not about what you invest your money in from a financial tool aspect, it's about impact. It's about what do I want this life to look like and what's my legacy look like? And it's not just life insurance from a death benefit legacy perspective. It's it's impact now, it's impact later. It's it's how do you create an infrastructure that will teach your kids, teach your family how to operate on a different level another to make that impact. Another way to say that is so many people are making decisions on rate of return. Mm -hmm. And what if we change the idea from rate of return to return on result? Sure. What, what do you want your life to look like? And life insurance when structured and utilized properly is the ultimate asset to help you show up powerfully in the life that you want to live. And and it's this idea of like, if, if something does happen to you, you get disabled, so you die prematurely, yeah. that reality of what you can put down on paper now can still happen. And most importantly, if you live longer, you nothing happens and you don't get disabled, that the living benefits of life insurance help you show up powerfully in your life. And it's like, gets me every time. I'm like, why are and and it's that we we've almost been deceived or seduced by this idea of rate of return and so people are spending their whole life focused on this metric that doesn't mean anything to their life a thousand percent and and i can still remember i think i was four months into the business and 
uh, I was meeting with Don Blanton down in Atlanta. I was staying at his house and, and he made this comment that just smacked me right in the face like a two by four. And it was, life insurance is the only thing that will make sure what you want to happen will happen when you want it to happen, whether you're here to see it or not. And so, when you think about that and you back up from that statement, you really analyze it. It's like, okay, yes, everybody thinks about the death benefit component of life insurance and, and, and th- okay, that's there. It is what it is. So, if you die, if something bad happens to you, that, you know, it'll take care of it, right? It'll make sure your kids go to college. It'll make sure your spouse is taken care of. They don't have to worry about working, all that stuff. But what about the odds are you're not going to die. What about the odds are you're going to live this life and you're going to, you know, do everything we're talking about, about trying to create this stuff and make an impact and whatever it's, you can build a system to make sure that what you want to happen will happen. And and there's no other financial tool in the world that will give you the guarantees, the liquidity, the use, the control of your money to build an infrastructure so you can actually make that impact on a predictable basis. I mean, there's no guarantees. I mean, I'm a big believer that you're always going to have to take some risk in life and it's going to have to be calculated and you're going to have to do it on your terms if you want to be effective. But I'd also rather you take a calculated risk in something that you understand and something that you're passionate about, something that you're going to get fulfillment and impact from versus taking a risk in a mutual fund that you don't know, that you don't understand you know, where the returns are, where the fees are, where all that stuff is, investing in stocks and companies that you have no control in that, you, you know, right. like I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a control freak in a sense that like I want to have control about the results of my own life. And I think you're the same way. And, and I think if you resonate with that and you want to take accountability for the results in your life, investing in mutual funds and stocks is like one of the most foolish things that you can do right. because you're giving up control of the results in your life. And the hard part, so I was starting this business right after the recession. So there were a lot of woe is me conversations that were happening with people who took it on the chin during their, you know, lost 50% of their, their net worth during that time. And it, it, it was a lot of, oh, you know, well, I had a guy that was controlling this for me and they let me down. Well, no, you let yourself down by giving up control of your own results. Like, it's amazing what happens when you start taking full responsibility over your life. Yeah. So let's move on. Yeah. Life 180, you, you left the company that you were working at. You started your own agency. You, you were starting to build a team. You did a ton of content. And I, ultimately, I'm grateful that you did that because I met you through that content creation. Yeah. That didn't work out the way that you thought it was. In What was summarized, why, and, and then the pivot to where you are now? That's a long story, but the, the, the synopsis of it was I didn't plan on having a team at Life 180. When I, when I first wanted to leave the corporate job and uh, start Life 180, the goal was to be on my own. The challenge was I had all these people that I'd helped build their business um, at, at the, that former company that reached out to me proactively and said, if you're going, we're going. And so, uh, like every business owner, I made some mistakes, you know, like you, you live and learn and I took on too much overhead. I did some things that, you know, looking back, I would do it completely different. Um, but we are where we are. And, um, that, that was just, uh, it was a mistake. Um, and for a couple of years I fought it and I'm stubborn as the day is long and I tried to make it work. And then I just hit a tipping point where I was like, you know what, this isn't, this isn't going to work like this. And so that's when I decided to, um, make a shift because I'm really passionate about the financial education. I'm really passionate about building businesses and, you know, I sold life insurance for a while because I believed in it and I believed in it as a tool much as you do. Um, But where you and I differ, which is why I'm so glad you're in my life now, 
is I didn't want to sell anymore. Like I didn't like to me, I, my passion wasn't in actually selling people and setting them up and dealing with the management of clients. I like helping people build their businesses. And it just so happens the people that I like to work with have a need for this. Right. And so there's that congruence there. Um, and, and, you know, it, I don't think it's a coincidence. Uh, I think God put us in each other's lives. And when literally you called me and reached out to me for the first time, it was two weeks after I had given up my licenses. Which is insane. So, I called you not knowing that. Yeah. And, and I essentially called you because you are dominating YouTube when it comes to life insurance. I mean, anyone that is in our business and even the consumers that have done research have watched your videos. The Dave Ramsey video, the Robert Kiyosaki video, just yeah. the how, how, pro- how to properly structure life insurance. Like, you have some really good content and I'm sure a lot of people reached out. I genuinely just was reaching out because I wanted to be become friends. Yeah. We could have a whole episode yeah, yeah. just on how my mindset works with just becoming friends with people. And it within 20 minutes, I'm like, this is going to be way more than just a friendship. We, we end up, I end up coming to Phoenix, spending some time with your family. We shoot some content. You get to meet Dan. You're meeting my team. You become a client. Yeah. You And and so, we're, we're building this thing and, and I'm really excited to start launching this with you because the impact that we're going to have together is huge. Let me ask you this. From the person listening to this, why is it important? Why were you so picky to who you're going to work with? Because you and I both know that most people in the space, I'm not, I can't really say it on this podcast, but like are not legit. And number one, and then number two, don't do what they say they're going to do. Number three, don't fully understand how this full thing works. Why, like, why did you choose us? And like, where do you see this going? Um, because we're just getting started. I know this stuff pretty inside out. And when you first called me, I remember just drilling you on that call. I, I was trying to be cool about it. But like, I remember drilling you and just asking you pretty technical questions, really dialing in to figure out like, where was your mindset? Because I get approached by people all the time, agents that want help. And I know, and I'll say it, you won't say it, but I'll say it, you can edit it out if you want. But like, 95% of life insurance agents are idiots and they are, they just are. And there's a reason Dave Ramsey has the gripe that he has because most life insurance agents just give him ammunition every single day because they're doing things that are self-serving. They're not backing their clients up. And that's one of the challenges that I had when I was at the corporate Fortune 1000 company is that you had to, there was always this conflict of interest of hitting your numbers and doing their, you know, reaching the objectives for them. And when you're in a captive, uh, not even if it's not a captive, but when you're in a career kind of contract with somebody in in an in a organization, a life insurance company like that, even a mutually held life insurance company, those agents can have the ability to do the right thing, but they're not trained to do the right Nobody's thing. Trained Nobody's trained. And Nobody understands how to properly structure a life insurance policy for what we do for the banking type policy that we're talking about. And so, I just remember drilling you about that and we're like, because there's a lot of people who are like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. I'm successful. I've got this kind of book of business. I've, I made MDRT. I did all these different things. And I'm like, I could not care less about that. Like, talk to me about your philosophy. Talk to me about how much you care. Like, your authenticity shined through. I could tell that you cared. I could tell that you were driven and that you were very impact driven and that you just wanted to help people. And I subscribe to the the idea that money follows value, right? And like, I never tried to sell anybody anything. I just like to give people good information, let them opt in or opt out and it'll be what it'll be. And I, and I felt like you and I just hit it off. And then it just, uh, it, the relationship just developed when you came and visited, when Dan came in and you guys stayed at our house and you know, hung out with my kids and me and my wife. And 
and it was a blast. And now you're like a brother to me. And, you know, there's not another person on the face of the earth that I would ever have anybody go to, um, you know, when it comes to structuring a life insurance policy. You're, you're working with me. Um, you're my agent. You, you know, if I, I would have my family work with you, I would have my closest friends work, work with you and anybody that comes through um, and, and is needing help. Because I do a lot of consulting with business owners and entrepreneurs and coaching and stuff of that nature. And there are a lot of people that need help. And so, I just pass them your way because you're, quite frankly, the only person that I trust. And it's not just, there are other people that know how to do it. There are other people that know how to do it and that are going to really, truly care as much and like live it to the level that you do. And that I think that's the real difference is like you live it in the way that I live it, right? Like, and, and like taking that experience and you're sharing, there's a lot of value to the fact that you're not just selling an idea and a concept and like out there with this knowledge and being just a classic life insurance agent who's like, hey, I'm going to sell you this and okay, I can do that for you if I want to or if you want it, mm-hmm. like when they probably really can't. But you are living this and you use it in your own life and and you know the impact that it's made in your life and you've seen it in your mentors and, yeah. you know, you truly believe believe in it into like your cellular DNA, like it, it's just there. And I think that's really important. And there, there's a difference. There's like m- multiple levels. There's a difference between understanding how it's structured. But that's like, if you just stop there, and that's what I see. A lot of people, they get it. They know the presentation. But the reality is this, like, they don't understand how that can translate into a result. And that's where people are missing. It's like, no, good for you. Now you're one of the 5% of people that actually know how this stuff works. But how are you going to translate that into helping someone live the life that they want to live? Let's move on to Life 180. I love where you're going with this brand. I'm super pumped. Like, I'm speaking over you right now. Like, the amount of people that you're going to impact just by the philosophy of changing your mindset, changing your action, change your life, the Life 180 brand, break that down and what what what's it going to look like in 2020 yeah. but more importantly what the philosophy is with life 180 and i love that it started with the life insurance piece but it's so much bigger than life insurance by the way better well solutions is so much bigger than a product and so break that down for me yeah so when i first started life 180 life was L- you know life is leading into financial excellence so when i created it it was all about leading into financial excellence and that's the life. And the 180 is just turning the results around in life. Like most of the people, if you look, 64% of, of Americans don't even have $2,000 saved in case of emergency or opportunity or anything of that nature. And so, um, people are are just not happy with the results they're getting. So, the idea was lead people into financial excellence, give them a framework they can do it, help them pull a 180 on the results that they're getting. And that's how it started. It was all financial based. Once again, I was licensed and I did all that when I started. And so that's all pivoted. Um, now it's, that is still there, but that life I'm, I'm going to be pivoting to living intentionally for excellence. I love that, man. I love that. It's all about intention, you know, and, and the whole, Caleb, you just mentioned a little bit is change your thinking, change your actions, change your life. And I, I remember listening to a talk, I think it was like a decade ago now. And it, it made a huge impact in my life because it, it was all about, we all have this idea of what success is to us. And your your idea for success for you is a little different than mine. I mean, I have a family, right? And it's, it's a little different. You'll, you'll be there and you'll, and we all notice that as we go through life, we all ebb and flow, we all grow, we all change. Like your idea of success when you're 30 is different than when you're 45 or 40 at my age now. And it's, 
it, it's going to be this constant evolution and success in this. It's a moving target. There's no such thing as like when, when, when you're getting out of college, your idea of success is making a hundred grand, like for a lot of people, you make a hundred grand, your idea of success is getting to the next level. You're always evolving and it's a moving target. If you ever think you're going to be successful because you hit your goal, you're dead wrong. Like you're never going to be, if you are, I don't know, like it's probably not going to get there in the first place, but we all have this idea of, of what success is and the life that we want to live. But the reality is that life that we want to live is, is dictated by the actions that we take. And the actions that we take are dictated by the way that we think about everything. So, the foundational component of everything that Life 180 is doing now is change your thinking, change your actions, and that will ultimately impact your life. But you have to start with thinking like, what is the life that you want to live? You got to skip over the actions because most people think about like, this is what I want my life to look like. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to just go out and I'm going to be a doer because that's where people think they're going to get the fastest results and whatever. But you got to have a more long-term perspective than that. And you really got to change the way that you're thinking about things, the way that the information that you're getting, the the people that you're following, the the um, the the information that you're taking in, the books that you're reading, the podcasts you subscribe to, the TED talks that you watch, like everything, whatever it is, like make sure it's congruent and intentional about where you want to go, and find people. The best way to be successful, who you are, like I, I, I've one of the things I always try to be really strong about is to never push my vision of success on anybody else because how I feel may be different than you. But I can one thing that I'm super strong about is that if you want to be successful, figure out what that means to you and then find somebody who's got what you want and emulate it. And that's exactly actually what I did is I looked for people like yourself, reached out and went went deep because the transfer of knowledge is one of the ways that I learn. And, and again, you might be listening to this and say, I learn a lot by reading books. Awesome for you. I learned that was a good season in my life too. But the best where I've really gotten results is working with people. And that, that transfer of in-person knowledge has been everything. So Life 180 in, in a nutshell is your company and you work with people as it relates to money. You work with people as it relates to marketing. You relate to executives trying to find a job. And there's one common theme. It's the way that you got to change the way that you think. You change your action, which is, I mean, we're going to be a part of that, yeah, you know, sure. and then, you know, give them the solution, change your life. And that's, that's the thing is everybody's got that result that they're looking for. And if, if you, if you keep doing the same thing over and over, you're going get, to keep getting the same results and you're probably not going to be happy about it. And, and the only way you're not going to change those results just by changing what you're doing. You have to, there's a great book and we were talking about it earlier is, you know, the ant and the elephant by Vincent Pacenti. And it's called it, the ant and the elephant. It's all about the subconscious mind versus the conscious mind. And, you can't, if you think you're going to just dominate your subconscious and just be able to act your way through it and whatever, without being very intentional about mm -hmm. whatever, reprogramming that subconscious, you're, you're fighting a losing battle. And that's, um, it's very easily illustrated in that book. And I would suggest every single person read that book. It's, it's phenomenal, but you know, that, that is what life 180 is about now. I'm, so 2020 and actually starting here at the end of 2019, I'm creating a ton more YouTube content. We're diversifying. So it's Life 180 is now going through a rebrand where it's always been focused primarily on financial content. Um, but that's been limiting for me, um, honestly. And it's it's been, and I battled with what to do about this, right? Because 
that is my brand. I've always been kind of like the financial person, but I don't want to be pigeonholed because while it's one of my greatest passions and where I, I know that I can help a lot of people, I don't want to be limited and pigeonholed either. So, uh, this whole idea of change your thinking, change your actions, change your life and how it how it impacts people who are in financial need, how it impacts entrepreneurs who are looking to get different results um, in their marketing, in their businesses, how they structure their financial lives, how it impacts job seekers, you know, um, that are looking to find high level executive leadership positions. I, I help people with that. And so it's a lot of coaching. There's some courses that I have. There's networking, but I'm going to be, I'm going to be doing a lot of YouTube. I've got a podcast for job seekers. I'm launching a podcast for Life 180, where I'm going to be interviewing entrepreneurs. I'm going to be speaking into topics myself, but all people who are at the pinnacle of their fields, their respective fields, and um, who are living truly unique lives that I think are exceptional, that it's more than just monetary success. It's about impact. It's about really being thought leaders and, and what I would consider a great example for people. I love it, man. And if you're if you're watching or listening to this podcast, go check Chris out on YouTube. Go check him out on Instagram. Like we, when we, when I talk about going deeper with fewer people, Chris is one of those people. Like I am here for the next couple of days. We're going to be shooting content. We're building out deals because at the end of the day, I could I can do a lot with my time, and I want to work with fewer people and go deeper. And and dude, I'm grateful that you're not just a brother, not just a great friend, but that we can make an impact together. Now, one of the things that I ask every guest, and I've already asked you this, so I'm going to ask you a different question, is a legacy question. So it's like, if this was your last day on earth, what would you say? And you gave a great answer, and I encourage you to go back and listen to Chris's full story on, on uh, that we did uh, on our original podcast. But here's the question I want to end with. Someone's coming to you and saying, Chris, I don't know my purpose. I don't know exactly what I want. Uh, one thing I know about you is you're a fun person to talk to. <laughs> I um, call you when I need to process because you're just a good person to process. What, 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 what conversation are you having with them? What questions are you asking the person that wants to live uh, inspired, why driven life, but doesn't know what that is? That's a really tough one. Um, it all comes back to intention. Um, I would say, I think one of the biggest challenges that people have when they're, they want purpose, what they're looking for is fulfillment. And we're going to be fulfilled not by what we get out of life, but what we give. And it's it's one of those it's one of those tricky situations. It's it's kind of what I was talking about. You can't just change your life results by focusing on the action and the doing. You got to change the way you think. And with this, it's if you really want to be fulfilled and you want to reach your purpose, a lot of people don't even know what their purpose is, but I would say what fulfills you the most, you know, like if you could go out and do anything uh, for somebody else, what, what could you go out and do for somebody else that would make you the happiest? You know, where would you, where do you feel like you have the most value to give other people? You know, where can you sow into other people's lives where you can make an impact on other people? And, and I'll tell you this, it, everybody's got something. That's the cool thing. Like, you know, I talk to people every single day and it's amazing to me. You talk to some people that feel like, well, I don't, I don't have anything. There's, and there's always something, you know, there, there, it's, 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 it's astounding to me how many people feel like they have nothing to give this world. And I mean, people who are lower middle income, lower income, you know, but income doesn't matter, you know? And I think a lot of people get stuck in that. It's everybody started somewhere. I mean, heck, I grew up in a trailer park, you know, like, and I'm not ashamed to say that, you know, I, I grew up, my dad was a truck driver. I grew up in a trailer park, but 
that has nothing to do with the impact that I can make in the world and, and, and how I can help serve people. And I would say, you know, for most people that have families, for most people that have communities, we all have that around them. Like, how can you serve that? How can you start there and build out? I think too many people start maybe a little too big and they feel like they want to make this huge global impact. And that's one of the dangers of social media is like everybody's kind of, it looks bigger than, than it needs to right out of the gate. And if you really want to be authentic, and I think authenticity is key, is, is you really need it to be true to yourself, is start in your house, start in your friendship group, be an example, serve your community, serve your friends, serve your family, and that will grow out from there. And, and find the things that, that make you happiest that you are fulfilled from because I got news for you. If you can do that, anything in this world is monetizable as well. Like money follows value. If you do that, it's going to be amazing. And and one of the first questions that we ask people that work with us is what would you do if money wasn't an issue? And, and what we're trying to do is we're trying to get to the deeper, okay, let's take money off the, off the table right now. What do you want to spend your time doing? And it goes back to we feel fulfilled when we get to serve other people. Travel gets old after a while, especially if it's, if it's, something that we're just doing it for our own pleasure. So, Chris, thank you, my friend. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what the future holds. Hey, I want to thank you so much for listening to my conversation with Chris. I love talking with him. And as you can see, so much alignment and so much passion. Uh, so a couple things before I let you go. Number one, um, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the show, sharing this, and and just being such a great community. Like the reason this exists is for you. So thank you. Um, Thank you in advance for sharing our show, the book, and uh, andasset.com and just some of our resources with people. Uh, I love it. The second thing is if you have not run a one-page report, if you don't know what the one-page report is, it's a um, a one-piece-of-paper report when you put your name, your numbers, and it gives you just it shows you a snapshot on the power of the and asset. I'm really excited about this because I want to start getting people to take a step back and really reflect on how powerful of an asset class life insurance is. If you've not checked it out, you can, uh, you can do it two ways. You can go to andasset.com or, uh, you know, betterwealthpodcast.com is, um, the domain for the, for the show. Um, and then finally, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I'm hearing what Caleb's doing with TaxBot, I'm hearing what he's doing with 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 Chris Kirkpatrick and really making strategic partnerships, and there's someone that comes to mind, someone that you know, um, someone that you're connected with that can introduce uh, me to, uh, please reach out. This 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 is the only way that we can help more people is if we are strategic and smart about getting our message out because we don't have millions and millions of dollars to put into um, traditional marketing. Like we have to be smart and really uh, band together. And so one of the reasons I have this podcast, this show, one of the reasons why we're making certain moves is we really want to be smart and strategic, but we really believe that we can impact uh, a lot of people for diligent and consistent. So uh, without uh, talking your ear off. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. Make sure you press subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. You can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or your favorite podcast player.